You're listening to The Crossroad Podcast with Joey and Kylie Willis. Through redefining effective leadership, The Crossroad Podcast explores what it means to live a life of intention and purpose. Join us as we explore the ins and outs of effective leadership and vibrant living. everybody and welcome to episode four of the Crossroad Podcast. On this, our very first season, we're talking about how to lead and the steps that are necessary for us to lead well. In our previous episode, we talked about starting with a vision and how their here path is the framework of life. So you start with a vision, you start with a there, a place that you want to go and imagine for a hoped for an aspirational future. And we spend all of episode three talking about how we can discover and name a vision that is more in alignment with our values and more in alignment with the core of who we are. And in episode two, we talked with Dave Coonard about how we're all in this together and the value of sharing a vision and coming together as a community. And in this episode, what we want to talk about is that second part of the framework of life, the here. I mentioned at the end of the last episode that the here is actually the most difficult part of the there here path. It's the most difficult part of our journey, which sounds a little bit strange to most people. I think that's because we have this false idea that we understand our here. We know what's going on. We can at least observe reality, but that's not as easy as it sounds, and we don't do as good a job of it as we assume that we do. One quick example about how having trouble with your here can really derail your journey uh, is from a time when I was in college and I was I was living in Texas and making the drive up to Oklahoma to see a friend and to spend the weekend in Oklahoma. And so on my way up there, I had a clear vision. I was going to Norman, Oklahoma, to the University of Oklahoma. And on my way, I was constantly trying to assess my here. And mind you, this is going to show you my age a bit, but this was before like GPS on your phones. So I had MapQuest pages printed out and just lying on my passenger seat to help guide me along the way. So each time the MapQuest directions would tell me, turn here, go this this way, I would sort of march along and my here would constantly be changing. So as I got close to Norman, something strange happened. I was looking for an exit and I couldn't quite find it. And so I just sort of assumed it was a little bit further. And and then I started to think maybe I missed it, but I didn't see it. So it must still be coming up. And I was in this constant state of kind of thinking that the very next exit would be the exit I'm looking for. And so eventually I pulled over to a gas station and decided I needed to ask for directions. And the guy looked at me with wide eyes and said that I was almost in Nebraska or whatever (laughs) it is that's above Oklahoma. I had driven nearly across the entire state. And so one of the things that's really interesting about our here, about assessing our current reality, is we often don't realize that we're lost at the moment that we get lost. It's often miles down the road that we start to think something's not right. I missed a turn somewhere. I'm on the wrong path. And so if we have trouble truly assessing our here, truly knowing where we are, we can spend days, weeks, months, years, decades lost um, and having difficulty finding our way back. 
One of the things that our good friend, Dave Kuhner, who was on a couple of episodes ago, always says is to measure small and measure often. Um, because when we measure small and measure often, we are continuously taking stock of our current reality, our here and where we are, so that we are ensuring we are still on the right path. The thing that I love about this example that Joey just gave us is that he had a clear there and he had the path completely mapped out for him along the way. And the thing that he missed, the thing that he forgot to do was measure small and measure often to make sure that he was assessing his current reality with accuracy and following the path so that he could get there. One of our coworkers likes to say truth is an acquired taste. And that's really all about assessing our here. We have a hard time really acknowledging or accurately observing what is going on in our life, in our head, in our the world around us. So what we do is we create these little shortcuts, we create these little vignettes, these narratives that help us to eliminate some of the confusion of life and to put things into a more narrow perspective that we can understand, that we can control, that we can wrap our heads around. So we walk around operating out of these false perspectives in the same way that I just kept driving halfway across Oklahoma, not knowing that there is often something about the truth of our reality that we're missing, the truth about our current circumstances that we're not seeing. Um, to just really bleed the car analogy, we've got blind spots. There are things that we don't see, and it can be dangerous for us to just focus straight ahead, never check our mirrors, never uh, surround ourselves with people who might be able to help us. My parents are hilarious when they drive. It's like a co-driving <laughs> situation. My mom's always in the passenger seat, like looking, trying to help tell my dad, you can change lanes now um, to help give him some insight into his blind spots. So this episode is really about us trying to talk about what does it look like to adopt a posture of humility and to discover the truth of our current reality. Because if we don't do that, we will not create the proper structural tension between our there, where we want to go, and our here, where we currently are. And we'll end up off course, derailed, frustrated, and very confused. So Kylie, one of the things I've said a couple of times is that this is this is the hardest part of the whole framework of life. This is the most difficult part of leadership. It's the most difficult part of leading. What is it about our here? What is it about assessing our current reality that is so difficult? Well, there's two things about our current reality that make assessing it so challenging. Uh, the first thing is that it's constantly changing. While our there is a uh, static thing, it's always the same. We're constantly moving towards the same thing. Our here, as we make our way along the path, as we act, um, is constantly shifting. And so if I am taking a trip to the grocery store, every step I take changes my current reality into a step closer to where I'm going. And so we need to be constantly 
vigilant about assessing how our reality is changing. Because if I move a step forward, suddenly everything that I thought was my reality is different. And because of that, I need to learn about what is different, learn about how I am maybe closer to my there or further away from my there, and adjust based on that. And so The whole idea of walking along the path, the hardest part of assessing our here is that um, it is constantly changing and we need to be incredibly aware of how it is constantly changing. So measuring small and measuring often helps us to ensure that we are staying on the right path. Um, And as we move forward, like I said, we act and then we learn from our actions. Did this help me to get closer to my there or didn't it? Uh, If it didn't, then I need to adjust my path so that I am moving in a direction that will actually help me to get there. Uh, And if it is, great. Maybe I don't change anything that I'm doing. But if we don't measure small and measure often, then what happens, just like Joey's example of driving to Oklahoma is, is that sometimes we don't know we're lost until we're really, really lost. Until we're hundreds of miles off course. Until Nebraska. Until Nebraska. And so measuring small and measuring often is a key to helping us to assess our current reality, our here, uh, more accurately. The second thing that makes assessing reality the hardest part of this whole journey is that The truth typically lies somewhere in the middle. I don't have a monopoly on truth. Um, I have a perspective that is valuable, but it's not everything. And so Joey also has a perspective that is valuable, but is not everything. And each and every single one of us have different views, experiences, and perceptions about the world around us based on the life that we've lived, the things that we've been through. Um, We see things differently because we're viewing the world through our own lens of experience. And so we sometimes need other people to help lend their perspective so that we can see things a little bit more clearly, so that we can see truth. And when we're lacking in that, then what we're doing is we are cutting off our ability to actually assess our reality with accuracy. While my perspective is valuable, so is Joey's. And when we both contribute what we see, especially since we're so wildly different, Um, We just get a bigger picture of what is actually going on. Um, He's going to see things that I am just not going to see or notice. At the beginning of this episode, Joey talked about how much we need humility uh, in order to be intentional about recognizing what our current reality is. And that's so true. I need to be able to look at myself and say... I don't have it all. And so I need other people to come alongside me and help me to understand more about what is going on. Help me to see things that I might not see that might be in my blind spot so that I can move forward honestly and with accuracy um, so that I can move forward and not end up getting lost because we're measuring small and we're measuring often and we are sharing truth with one another so that we can get there together. Speaking of humility, I just looked it up on a map. Kansas 
is above Oklahoma. So talking about measuring small, measuring often, act, learning, adjusting, having a difficult time assessing you're here. I swear we didn't do this on purpose, but it's like our vision for this episode is to help give you a framework to understand how to assess your reality. And some of you who have a better knowledge of geography than I do, automatically when you heard my story, were like, he is so wrong about going into Nebraska and that might undermine the mission that we're trying to accomplish in this. <laughs> and so for me to go and look it up and say like, okay, I've got this fact wrong is a example of what Kylie's talking about, adjusting, changing our current reality. So now our current reality has adjusted where I have admitted to you that I've made a mistake and that we've got it correct and our geography is well established. And so now we can continue on the journey of, of the mission of this episode. And that really, I think, is a great example of why this is so difficult. Our here, our current reality, includes a lot of different things. It includes facts like geography. It also includes our perceptions and our biases. It includes the patterns of thought and attitude and action that have developed in us over time. So one of the things that we've discovered as we've trained a bunch of organizations and worked with college students is how prevalent bias is in people's perspective. We assume certain things about how the world works, and we go in looking to be reassured of those things. And sometimes they're true in specific circumstances, and sometimes they're not. But understanding that we have a bias, a predisposition towards certain attitudes, uh, certain perspectives, is part of naming our current reality. So is just how we feel for the day, the tools that are around us that help uh, empower us and enable us to work towards our vision. So for Kylie and, and I sitting here with a framework of, of this episode, our there is to communicate to you what it's like and the challenges of assessing your current reality. The here for us includes a lot of different things how Kylie and I are feeling physically, how we're feeling mentally, the examples that we had lined up, mistakes included. <laughs> um, the bias and perception that we have based on the stories that we like to tell and uh, what we think is is more clear. And so just being aware of all of that is a difficult thing to navigate and I think additionally, one of the things that's challenging is that you can get so lost in your here. You can spend your entire existence trying to fix everything that might be wrong with your here so that you understand truth perfectly. And so when we talk about the difficulties of assessing your reality, we're not talking about having a perfect understanding of all of the elements that are going on. We're just talking about having a more clear understanding of all of the elements that are going on and letting go of those places where you reach your limit, where your capacity uh, has been fulfilled and you can't go any further. That's part of acknowledging reality and that's part of, of recognizing an accurate here. Joey actually had uh, a little bit of an episode happen last year with a group of students that he was leading at the college that really speaks to inaccurate perception of our own biases. Uh, Joe, do you want to share that story? Sure, I'd love to. I mean, this is a group of leaders at the college, student leaders, and they were involved in making some 
some challenging decisions. They had some things to discuss. And this issue that I mentioned before of bias came up, uh, you know, bias towards their own friend group, even their own, you know, opinion of the thing. And some of the people in that group were adamant that either A, they didn't really have a bias or B, that it wasn't that big of a thing that they left it at the door when they sign up to take on the role that, that they took. From my perspective, they weren't acknowledging reality as fully as they could because we do bring our biases with us. We do bring them in. And that's not to say that this group of leaders can't rise above that and make choices in spite of that bias. Absolutely. But I think the value is to recognize, you know what, I do have a bias towards my friends, towards towards my own way of thinking, my first preference. But I'm open to having my mind changed. I'm open to discovering truth together in this community. So I think sometimes we think that in order to prove ourselves, in order to achieve our mission, we have to pretend at a reality that isn't there. And I think some of the students uh, caught up in the emotion of things were doing that. You know, I don't have a bias. I left my bias at the door. Well, it's not really true. You've got your bias. You brought it with you. But that's okay. Like, it's nothing wrong with your bias. Uh, but part of assessing reality is saying, I do have a bias, but I am committed to the vision, which all of those student leaders were. And I can have this conversation understanding that I have a bias and there is a potential for that bias to influence me. But there's also the stronger influence of the united mission of what we're trying to do here together. Yeah. Um, a couple of episodes ago, we talked with Dave Kuhnert, and one of the things we talked about was the me there versus the we there. The idea that we are moving together towards a common vision that we are all bought into is the we there. And the idea that it is about me and fulfilling myself and my desires and my ego is about is the me there, right? It's about me and myself and just filling my appetites. And what happens when we have a me there is we refuse to, well, what we do is we allow our pride to get in the way of what is actually true. And we are unwilling to actually hear somebody else's perspective that might help to reveal or uncover um, a piece of truth, a piece of our here that we really need. So in this instant with these student leaders, it was really challenging for them to work through the idea that their me there is not the same as their we there and that they just wanted their own beliefs, their own thoughts um, to be reinforced as opposed to possibly discovering something that is a little bit more representative of where they are. Um, and all of us do that at so many different times of our lives. Um, we want to reinforce self and me as opposed to being humble enough to say, I don't have it all together. I can't do this by myself. And maybe there are things that I can't see as clearly as somebody else can. Uh, and I need to be willing to admit that uh, so that we can pursue this vision that we have, this there that we have with accuracy together. Um, because when we don't, what happens is we become divided. Um, and a divided house will not stand. And so we need to be intentional about unity within our team, unity 
of vision. And when we do that, uh, and unity doesn't mean conformity. Joe and I talk about that a lot. We don't have to think and believe the same thing all the time. But what we do have to do is have the humility to be able to admit that I could be wrong and you could be right and vice versa. And so let's have a conversation about this um, in a healthy and constructive way that will help us to discover more of what is actually true. It's probably not hard for you to think or to imagine that this is a real problem, a growing problem in our society. We are losing our ability to pursue truth. We are losing our ability to acknowledge reality. Like I said before, we create these narratives in our head, these biases, these predispositions towards those narratives. And we go out into the world assuming those narratives to be true and swallowing everything that reinforced those narratives and spewing out or deflecting anything that challenges those. And the danger in that is that we are losing a sense of togetherness. We are losing a sense of truth. We are not living in reality, but all of us feel like because we can observe our own skin and because we are walking and because we have thoughts that those thoughts are necessarily true and right. And so we get this thing in culture right now where people are saying, this is my truth, right? This is my reality. And I don't think that that's all, I don't think that's as terrible as it sounds. Um, But what it sounds like is that we're all getting to define truth differently. And so we create that divided house that Kylie's talking about. We create these separate realities. And so I show up to this stranger on the street and a stranger is living in a completely different reality than I'm living in. And that is really dangerous and can really derail our journey as a culture and as a society. Because the truth is that stranger is living in a very different context than I'm living in, but not a different reality. And so we've blurred those lines and we've created these divisions. I was talking to my parents last night about politics, which is always fun. (laughs) And we were talking about how just vehemently each side of the aisle is trying to push their narrative and demonize the narrative of the other. And look, no matter where you stand in the political sphere, there's some truth to each side of an argument. There's some truth to each person. And I think the more we like dig our heels in and turn one side into pure evil and the other side into pure good, we not only delude ourselves, but we lose the potential to come together to assess our reality accurately and therefore pursue the vision to which we're truly committed in a healthy and productive way. So with us talking about in this episode specifically, how hard and challenging it is to assess our here. Um, The rest of the season is going to be focused on intentional tools and mental models that will help us to more accurately assess our reality together um, so that we can pursue our there um, with truth um, and with a shared perspective about where we are so that we can get there together. Thank you for listening to the Crossroad Podcast. The world is out there waiting for you to become the best leader you can possibly be. We hope our conversations have helped. For more, please visit our website, 
thecrossroad.net.